Hey, greetings, Hall. All right. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've tried to start this in in multiple formats. Even I, I, I even I tried to make this into a video, but I was pausing so much. I was like, "Well, audio is easier to edit." Um, I, and I just I'm 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 struggling to get through this, and I um I'm I'm not even. I'm not even really sure why I'm struggling so much through this, but for several days now, I've felt like I, I, I needed to talk through this. And I think part of the struggle of, 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 of actually getting through it is that I don't know. I don't know what the takeaway is. I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't really have like a profound message to, 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 to give you at the end of this, you know, um, we could go with, we, we kind of the cliche, you know, like, Hey, let's be nicer to each other online or be aware of each other. Um, and, and maybe that's what we have. Maybe that's it. Maybe the point of it is just to to remember that these figures online, people who go by gamer tags instead of real names, are people. For several uh, for several weeks, I have found Twitter to be just completely intolerable. Um, I've, I've been growing, growing in frustration with it for, for a while. I finally just kind of bailed on it, just, uh, kind of coming back to promote, you know, podcast and, um, music and whatever, and, uh, trying not, <laughs> trying not to get involved with stuff. Um, you know, starting, uh, uh, it, it, this kind of just got amplified on on, on um, it for the last few weeks. Um, we've just we've had another just massive round, um, particularly like in in the gaming world of 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 Me Too um, statements be, uh, being released. Um, cancellations over one thing or another some of them uh, you know seemingly legitimate some of them uh, seemingly not disputes just right and left finger pointing and i think uh that all of this <laughs> we've reached a boiling point and that boiling point boils in a number of different ways. And we've, um, we've just had just this, this perfect storm of the, the removal of just very basic human contact because of COVID added to already a, a very very tense nation that has has been uh, that, that has gotten all the more tense because of the the differing sides on 
on Trump, but stretch back well into Obama and probably even further. And things explode. And they explode. They explode for a lot of people in protest and some people's rioting and others as good old fashioned social media trolling. We so many people coming to their fake name accounts on Twitter and raging there. We've seen people fired for things they've put on social media. Again, nothing new, but we've gotten more of it. And we also have Wreckful. And on July 2nd, Byron Bernstein killed himself. Byron went by the name Wreckful. Um, he was a longtime streamer. He's been... Uh, he, he was in professional esports for the last 10 years. He is, he's literally did been doing, uh, had done it a third of his life in, in an industry that has pretty rapid turnover and careers are not normally very long. He was a, a legend in, in world of Warcraft. Now I didn't even know the guy's name. I, 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 that is not that is not a field I, I ever really dipped my toe into. I love Twitch. I stream there, I watch there. I I've I've spent the last several years hanging out with gamers with my own fake gamer tag online. And um his interest and my interest did not overlap. And so I didn't ever I'd never watched him. I never, uh, I never ran across him. I did not know his name. Um, and so I really can't tell you why this impacted me like it did, except going back and reading his cries for help as desperate and fumbling as they were earlier in the day. He, uh, he tweeted out some pictures and uh, with, with the text, I know I'll always be a little too crazy and this is proof, but at least you'll never be bored. Will you marry me, Becca? Most of the replies have been since deleted. A lot of them remain. He wrote about 30 minutes later. Do not make her feel pressured to say yes. I am completely insane here. I have not seen her in six months. The reason for the post is I know she is the one I want forever. And I wanted her to know my commitment is real. A few days later, um, Byron's roommate uh, um, wrote up something about this that... <laughs> kind of add some clarity um, to this. They weren't... Becca hadn't been his girlfriend for a while. This was, this was just a desperate call for help. Byron had suffered for a very long time with depression. His, uh, his older brother had, uh, had also committed suicide when Byron was very young. 
And for years, he was fighting against the same path. His roommate writes, COVID in the 90 degree Texas summer hit around March and really isolated Byron. He loved food and nature. He loved food and nature. We couldn't go to restaurants, so we couldn't walk around to explore. It also stopped friends from visiting and made it near impossible for Byron to try to have a relationship. This was important for his borderline personality disorder to have close romantic relationship. We saw a slow and steady decline in his mental health and were with him almost every day. We tried to include him in any little activity we did, and it became almost impossible. Uh, Reckville wrote a little bit later, I feel bad for anybody who has to deal with my insanity. Please just know in these situations, the insane person does not feel in control of their actions. The Twitter mockery laid into, into Byron that morning. And then the Twitter scorn laid into those people who had mocked him earlier. Just as we've become so good at doing, but this I, this isn't this isn't a measure, uh, this isn't a message of Twitter driving someone over the edge. The message from his roommate makes it clear that he he was already there, and this this isn't a message of the Twitter had a chance to save him because he did have people there. Over the weekend, um, the scorn and mockery moved on and found more people of a video of a streamer crying on stream because of the harassment she's gotten and then claims that she was faking. And I don't know. Another adpocalypse hit YouTube and a bunch of... Professional YouTubers are getting stressed over whether they're going to suddenly be demonetized. I I ran across another YouTuber, one that I've actually watched uh, quite a bit of, um, who just decided it wasn't worth it anymore. He's gotten videos with millions of views, but it's just not worth it. And I really don't know what the answer is. Almost no one that I know in life, in like in like in you know in person, will hear this. And those of you who are listening, probably a lot of you know me. We hang out in the same Facebook groups, on Twitter. You've seen me on Discord. We've interacted before. And and, I, and you know, and I'll say during all this COVID stuff, thank God for social media, because that's for a lot of people the only way to interact at all. And so I, I mean, I guess the message of this is is not, hey, we need to abandon Twitter. I don't know whether you need to abandon Twitter or not. I don't even know if I need to abandon Twitter or not. I don't know that the message of this is to. Watch out for one another online. I know one of the messages is to not be a jerk 
online, but hopefully you already know that. I think one of the reasons that it it affects me so much, this story, is because I've been in that spot so desperate to not be alone that I'm just, I just did these, I just reached out wildly to ex-girlfriends or whoever. And I'm glad there wasn't Twitter at the time because I totally would have done it on Twitter, you know? And I think... Uh, I think what's missed, what, what everyone in this moment in history of 2020 is really, really searching for is peace. And all of them are seeking it in a different way. Through marching, through violence, through relationships, through purging the bad actors from social media, people seeking confidence in their paycheck, confidence in their country, confidence in their friends, confidence in the ones they love. A peace has been remarkably hard to find for people this year. I think I'm <laughs> reminded of that passage in in Jeremiah which complains about the priests and the prophets who say peace peace when there is no peace and if 2020 is anything it might be it might be that moment where peace is all the more difficult and like i said i don't really know the solution to this James warns us against being that guy who goes, you know, hey, hey, go in peace, be warmed and filled with that, providing the things needed. And we're in an age where human contact is basically forbidden and there's all sorts of uprisings in the culture, not just not just in protests and riots, but people being toppled in social media for past sins. And these are people we know, people we've interacted with, people that we that we see, that we watch. And how how then do we be the people who gives how then do we be the people who are able to provide some amount of that peace. It's been several days since Reckful died as I record this, and I still don't know the answer to that question. I know perhaps some hints of it. Not terribly long ago, when my family was was, was really suffering financially, um, someone I had only met online, sent me some money. Not terribly long ago, actually just a few weeks ago, when depression was really settling in on me, a different person that I've never met in person contacted one of my friends on Facebook to come check on me. As far as a highlight reel goes, of... 
interactions on social media. That's not a very long list, but it is a list nonetheless. Maybe it's a beginning part. Maybe it's a beginning point for us. I honestly don't know. I said at the beginning that I, I, I came in into making this without really knowing any answers, and I still don't. And it may be tomorrow that I delete my Twitter accounts, and it may be tomorrow that I jump into them full steam ahead. I think a lot of times we are very quick to to focus our social media ire on people who are approaching it differently. When I think um I think a lot of us at the end of the day are just trying to figure it out the best we can. <sighs> trying not to do any harm. Hopefully even do some good along the way. It doesn't that doesn't always work out. Sometimes it gets mucked up real bad. But at the end of the day, there is grace. And for this age, <laughs> there might not be peace. But tomorrow, whether I abandon Twitter or jump into Twitter or put off the decision for another day, I... I but that... But that at very least can be our prayer. If you have hung on with me this long, um, I don't know exactly how long this is going to be when I cut it down. I am very glad, though, that I decided to go with audio instead of video because I, <laughs> I'm looking at the waveform and there's much more pauses than there is actually talking. And that would have been just really, really annoying to edit on video. Um, but thank you for hanging out with me during this. I, I don't know exactly what this particular event meant to me, but it meant something. Perhaps it is just the timing of it with the dumpster fire of social media being hotter than ever at this exact time. And that tiny, tiny little call for help right in the middle of it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Backlog Breakdown. If you want to join in the conversation, you can email us at thebacklogbreakdown at gmail.com or join our Facebook group, The Backlog Book Club, on Facebook. And on Twitter, our handle is at BBDownCast. Of course, you can also catch Nate and I on our social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and the GG app. I go by Broccolope, that's spelled B-R-O-C-C-O-L-O-P-E, and Nate goes by Nate underscore McKeever. Till next time, loggers, you keep beating down those backlogs, and we'll keep breaking down the benefits.